So what are, what are the main things that you think organizations can do right now to be more secure? What actions from a human perspective do you think organizations could do that aren't going to take a lot of time, aren't going to cost a lot of money that would have an impact right now? So back to my friend talking me off the ledge, right? <laughs> when I got my own thing hacked. I think you prioritize in boxes the most critical things that you need to tighten up. So um, number one, let's look at all of our accesses. Who's got access to what? What are your, what do we call, in this industry, we call them the crown jewels. What are the assets that we're wanting to protect? And very, very basic things. I mean, SolarWinds had one server that was SolarWinds123. It can mm-hmm. happen to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So fix, so my, what I did, fix my Wi-Fi password, redid my Wi-Fi password. I um, went, you know, m- making sure that I'm, m- making sure that people that are in charge of critical assets that you're checking in on them. And right now, especially during this pandemic, making sure they're okay. Mm-hmm. And um, if you've got people who, the furlough issue that you brought up is, is very serious. And I, mm-hmm. I would start limiting access mm-hmm. and, um, and put in those, and again, categorize it. But if you've got um, uh, on your platforms, you can go through and click, let's say Microsoft 365, for instance, everybody uses that. There are little access things that you can tick off in their system mm. that will at least if someone is doing something that they shouldn't be, I am informed. You are informed as a CEO, you are informed as a leader and just make sure you touch base with your people. I think mm. that's that yeah. most critical. It's it, it, just the simple stuff, you know, don't overwhelm yourself. Yeah, because I, I I think one of the challenges is I think a lot of organisations still haven't really got to grips with understanding where the things that are that matter to their organisation. Certainly in terms of the data, I don't think a lot of organisations truly know where it is. But and I think that step of understanding perhaps who's got access to it or understanding anomalous or suspicious behavior around it i think that that's that's another layer as well i'm absolutely got to do that but i think that i think also the challenge is it's a big job to do that and i think that um i think we've almost sort of got i talk a lot about the importance for having a more data-centric approach to your security i.e you know starting off by figuring out where the stuff that really matters is working out who's got access to it figuring out what people are doing with it but i think that people can't make the right decisions around how they work with their employees because they just don't have this type of information. They just don't know. They, they don't know where to start. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's it, that they're, they're hoping that they're safe by using trust as a security strategy and by operating on the basis that if they can't see it, it won't hurt them. And that's just not, 
not the case. <laughs> we need to be a lot more proactive and we need to be a lot smarter about understanding the stuff that matters because it's we're never going to get through this unless we do that unless we actually understand what's happening we shouldn't just be operating on the basis well he's been here for 10 years he's not going to do anything dodgy and that's you, you can't you can't you can't work like that well i'm i'm uh, unfortunately the poster child for for an issue that we we yeah. too much trust I mean, I don't, you know, I, I've got to be careful because I, I genuinely, uh, I'm, I'm very much of an optimist and I believe people are generally good. I do, you know, and I don't, I think most people are intrinsically, you know, they, you probably can trust them, but people do bad things and you only need one person or, you know, to have a bad week or to be desperate or to have some, and, and, and you're stuffed. It can create untold well, damage. Human factors is not about demonizing anybody. No, no. And human and human focused security mm. is is really about. Um, I, I I love Stephen Covey and seek first to understand, mm-hmm. then to be understood. So understand if if you've got a process that is frustrating somebody. Mm-hmm. Fix the process, um, but if if you want to look at, at, at human factors and internal breaches, you can. There's a there's so many percentages out there, but in my research, the internal issues are were growing in in 2020 by about 63 percent or 47%, excuse me, 63% of that was error issues. Okay. So error-based issues, that could be fatigue. That could be... Mm, um, distracting. Distraction, yeah. <laughs> I mean, working at, um, you know, trying to work at home with three kids, I mean, it's, and trying to do your job, I mean, right. like, that has to create issues and risk. Well, the maliciousness, it, it's just a small part. But even the, even the error, I mean, uh, I'm trying to concentrate with and homeschool and it's just uh, you're not going to be you're going to make mistakes yes you're right as well you you know yeah it it would probably behoove the companies to to (laughs) set up um additional wi-fi's you know separate from from what the children are able to do but i mean what companies can afford all that this is it so this is it it's really interesting I, I read an article this, just this morning about um, the biggest concerns that that CISOs, not CISOs, well, CISOs and and chief executive officers have, and and it's it's human issues and ransomware were the two biggest, huh. and then cloud came up um, and underneath that. So if really? that's what we're worrying about, and that's what's keeping us up at night, then. Hmm. Then, then let's address it. Let's Absolutely. let's start having these conversations, and that's what I've been spending, you know, the last couple of years working on. And mm. and we really believe that 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 this HVAC cyber has some teeth, and um, and we can go in and and help organizations just to. I feel like it's my job to help them notice mm. and 
and, and just be aware of, of what the people have access to. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if your fear is <clears throat> my, my asset is my data, my database, my customer base. Mm. Well, lock it down. Mm. You know, um, if you have USBs, then have them, well, first of all, test them because anything can come out of the package and mm. have and be damaged. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, if you, this is a nice takeaway, log them keep an inventory of all the USBs Mm. only allow USBs that are company assets, right? I don't get to bring mine in from home and they get turned in when an employee leaves. So it's just like a key. Mm. If you're and and nothing else gets, um, I mean, that's just one tiny little thing that you can mm-hmm. do, but, um, but also, like I said, you can go into your system and ask your IT department or your cloud provider or whomever. And this is a worry of mine. How in the system can I get notified or protected to keep mm-hmm. anybody from downloading? And if they do, I want to know. Mm-hmm. So I can go and ask them.